so this is what it's like. Welcome to The Good, a new podcast produced by DesignWorks Group, celebrating people and everything good in this world. What's up, everyone? It is Monday morning, and this is the very first episode of The Good. And there's no coincidence that it's early Monday morning, and we are releasing the first episode because we feel like this is the time of week that people need this this podcast. For sure. This podcast we're super excited about. Mm -hmm. We think it is a necessity for people and for us. Maybe mainly for us. Yeah, probably. But this whole idea of the good podcast, I guess it started um, about four years ago when my wife, my now wife, she was my girlfriend at the time, um, she approached me and basically just said, man, I kind of hate watching the news. Like, it makes me depressing. Like, everything that's reported is super depressing. I didn't blame her because, like, all I saw on the news was obviously depressing stuff, like a like a ton of stuff, like no, everything. Yeah, like everything. Yep. Like, and you never, like, rarely, rarely heard stories, like positive stories, good stories. So that's kind of that's kind of what this whole thing is about: is celebrating, like, yeah, there, there's good in the world, um, and I think we should celebrate it. I don't think it gets enough attention. I think people are drawn to negativity um, just for the headline factor of it. So, yeah, we, we know that there is some bad stuff that's going on in people's lives and in sure. the world and everything, but we want to try and set that aside and try to focus on the good. So that's kind of what this whole podcast is going to be about. We'll uh, dig out some, some good headlines for you guys and, yep. and talk about them. Which um, isn't easy to do. It's not. It's very difficult to do. It's not, but we're going to do it. We are. Every we're, week. We're dedicating ourselves to doing this. For us and for you guys. So that's kind of what this podcast is. We hope you enjoy it. We're going to build in some segments talking about some some headlines, um, talking about what's going on in our lives that's good, and then a little special one. Yeah. A little special one. Yep. has to do with some haikus. Haikus. I struggled a, I struggled a whole lot um, figuring out how to spell haiku. Yeah. It's, just to be honest. It's kind of a weird word. It is a weird word. But they're kind of fun. Yeah, it was a challenge for me. It was a good challenge. Yeah, I liked it. yeah, they're super lighthearted. So I, th- I, th- I think they, I think they fit this pretty well. So yeah, we're gonna try to have fun. Yeah, we're gonna try to find the positive. We've got a buzzer on the board. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention the buzzer. Yeah, talk, we, talk about the buzzer. Yeah, so we because so Jared and I have been friends since kindergarten. We know each other very well, and we have a, another podcast called Modern Mad Men where we talk about marketing and life and. If you've ever listened to that, you know that one of the things I like to do is rant. And so that's okay, right? Like we have fun with it. But this time and this hour for us, or however long it is, is about positivity and finding the good around us and in people and in each other and in the world. And so whenever Jared gets off or I get off and we get negative, the other person's going to buzz them. <clears throat> just hit them with it. So just it's, just a, it's a friendly reminder of like, hey, you're getting off track. Let's bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. I need a life buzzer, probably. Yeah. that's yeah. So the, the whole buzzer thing, hopefully we don't have to use it that much, but it's just a way that we are making a promise to each other that we're going to hold each other accountable, and that's why the buzzer's on the board. Yeah, and I think so, we'll need it periodically, especially because yeah. this is, like, one, for the most part, completely unedited, mm-hmm. and we're working through this journey, too. Yeah. I'm excited to see, like, what would this look like maybe in six months, a year, if we if we stay at this and practice it well. Yeah. If we do get more positive. Yeah. If by looking if we see the good before we see the bad. That's what I'm excited about. Yeah. I'm gonna be pretty transparent and I am not in the best mood right now doing I feel like we It's been I mean, a dicey twelve hours for you. You might have should have buzzed me there. Um I'm probably gonna cut this part out. But yeah. It was uh getting this whole thing together has been a lot of work. 
I don't know why it has been so much work, but it has. There's, but, a, lot, there's a lot that goes into getting this stuff set up. But we're here. We're positive. We're ready to get this thing rolling. We hope you guys enjoy it. So we are going to jump right in to some happy haikus. Happy hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-hi-h
that's why they're a segment right now. They yeah. have their own segment right now. I love it. And that's and that's why. That's exciting. Um so yeah, hey, good first haiku. Hey, we did it. We did it. I was nervous about that section for some reason. Yeah. Even though it's just it's hard to be I think sometimes as a guy it's hard to be silly. Yeah. Unless it's like silly in your element and writing a poem or a haiku is out of my element a little bit. And so thank you for forcing me to do something different. And you wrote like twenty of them last night, didn't you? Yeah, I just I wrote you a haiku in text to tell you that I wrote a haiku. Yeah, that was yeah. that's crazy. And I, I I originally wrote a uh, haiku to introduce a segment that had to do with the segment, and which then, was awesome. And then Katie just came in and was just being herself and just killed the killed the intro. So my intro got got nixed, but we'll run it back soon. No, it's no, we aren't changing it. We aren't changing it. All right. So that was happy haikus. Thanks for sharing yours with me. Yeah, thank you, man. Thanks for making me do it, and thank you for writing a, a dope one. This next part we're going to get into has to do with the actual news. It does. Again, we, we preface this whole podcast at the beginning of this episode saying that the whole one of the main reasons behind this this podcast was that there's just a ton of bad news, and it, I feel like it's a lot more publicized than like the good things going on in the world, and I think there's a lot of good things going on in the world, and... The putting together like a positive news, almost like newspaper for my wife four years ago kind of made me realize that because I had to do a bunch of, bunch of research, but I found like a ton of positive news and it was, it was kind of everywhere, but we never hear about it. So that's uh, kind of what started this whole podcast and that's what this segment's about to be about. It's about to be about some positive headlines, some happy headlines. If you're down and feeling kind of crappy, well, guess what? We'll make you happy, happy headlines. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Man. We got segment intros. That was yours truly. Not That's yours truly, seg- but yours, 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 yours truly. Oh, I guess I was part of that. That brought, that brought me back to choir days. I know. Kind of harmonized. Open the gates and see you today. Open the gates and see you today. Don't be afraid not to lay. All right, what do you got? You started off. Are we going to do this like one, one? Yeah. One? Okay. So, so we both, um, just to give you all an idea of how this is going to work, we both found two headlines, Yep. two stories, two positive stories. We didn't tell each other what they were. Yep. So we're both going to uh, summarize our two stories that we brought for the other person, and then we'll just talk about them for a little bit. And, that, and that's basically it. Yeah. Very difficult to find. Um, very difficult to find. But uh, worth the journey. I mean, my first one I'm real excited about. So there's this kid. His name's Michael Platt. And the opening part of this article that really caught my attention is this. He loved two things. He loved Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. and cupcakes. It was like the greatest intro to any story ever. Um, but he said that he would be like at his grandparents' house and they had the I Have a Dream poster and he would just like linger. They said he would just stare at it. And he just dreamed of days of like getting to fight justice and injustice. And so, um, and also it said he memorized statistics of income inequality and childhood hunger. This kid is, Dang, I think so. this was 11 at this time. He's 13 now, a uh, different level of human. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. Like he's all about it. He putting is in, putting in the work. He is. And he would also just spend time um, on YouTube watching people make um, like, would like bake cupcakes and make um, like beautiful works of art. And so he had like all these different paths. And so he brought all of this together at age 11 to start a bakery. But he also had come in contact with the, you remember the Tom's shoes? Mm -hmm. Did you ever have Tom's? I did. I did too. So if you're not familiar with Tom's, if you buy a pair of Tom's, then a pair of Tom's was given away to somebody. I believe it was in Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was ever if that model ever changed, but yeah. So this kid, for every cupcake, um, cake or cookie that he sells, he donates another one to like the homeless, people that are hungry. So twice a month, he goes to domestic violence shelters, transitioning houses, and passes out goodies. You said he was eleven. He's eleven. So when he started eleven, he's thirteen now. Yeah, His name is Michael Platt. You can find him on Instagram and Facebook. Crazy. I mean, it, it said that um, Michael calls his baking business Michael's Desserts. He left out the apostrophe as a reminder that he is baking for others, not himself. Dang. What? A 13-year-old. Yeah. Started and, at 11. And I looked, his Instagram and Facebook do, does not have enough followers. It's around 3,000, and it's not enough. And 
yeah, he he just I saw recently he just did his first wedding cake. And yeah, when people buy from him, it's a one-to-one model. He's taking that money in and he's using it to go and give out to homeless kids, uh, people in need. And one of the stories at the very end, I just like love this quote in his demeanor. Um, but he he ran into the, he gave some cupcakes to this homeless kid, and then a few days later, um, the father of that kid actually posted on his Facebook page and just said like, now that that kid that he gave the cupcakes to is inspired to be a baker, and uh, they asked Michael about, it, and he said that inspires me. And he smiled, looked down, and popped a lemon cake in the oven. <laughs> like, he just keeps rolling, man. Like This dude just loves bacon and loves loving people. Yeah, does, dude. Does he, uh, like, personally deliver the goods to the yep. to the people? I believe so. I mean, I don't I don't uh, know exactly, but it made it sound like a few times a month, like, they actually tangibly take a trip to these places, and they take Dang. these cupcakes, and 100% free. It's funded from the one-to-one model. Uh, but, man, yeah, 13... I was just trying to play wiffle ball and yeah. you know find girls to chat with, and this kid, I mean, just so invested. And uh, the pictures they were posting and everything, like he was just beautiful works of art. Like yeah. he's good. He's a good baker. Yeah. Like it's not like just it didn't seem like just some kid that you know was like, oh, what could I do for a fundraiser? He like brought all of his passions together. He was watching YouTube videos. He was inspired by Martin Luther King, and just like brought all this stuff together. Say, I'm gonna make cupcakes and love people. Dang, that's cool. How dope is that? That's cool. Um, kind of convicted me a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but shout out to Michael Pato. You can find yeah. him on Instagram and Facebook if you want to go look at him at Michael's Desserts. And uh, no apostrophe, it's not about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, super dope. Really encouraging. Yeah, that's cool. What a guy. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll kid ever too. We'll, we'll also uh, um, put some links to these stories so you can. Uh, read them for yourselves in the description of each episode. Um, so it's just kind of our way of, of curating some good news for you guys. So I even saved the links on accident. There you go. See, so, you already knew. You yeah. already knew. You didn't even know we we're going to do that, but you already knew. I'm doing better. All right. So my my first story um, is about a single mom and people who helped her with a tough situation in life. So she is a single mom. I think it said she, they live in uh, South Africa and I think it said she has two kids, um, but she works like six days a week, just grinds, trying to provide for her family. One day um, her power got cut off or she was about to run out of electricity. She looked at her electricity meter, saw that they were about to run out of electricity, posted, um, just tweeted something about, Hey, can somebody just give me 70 cents? 70 cents. That's all I need to get the power back on for, um, I guess, I guess for however long she needed it. What she didn't know, there's a lot of good people in the world. And they, I don't don't know the exact number, but they like obviously gave her the 70 cents and she got a lot more than the 70 cents, like enough to um, power her house for a lot longer than she needed. So um, I see this like a lot just even outside of this story is when people have needs, whether it's through um, a GoFundMe page or just a simple like tweet, there's a lot of good people in the world that are will- that are willing to help out. So I, I, th- I think that was encouraging. It just highlights um, one that she is a mother who obviously has invested in her kids' lives and is grinding, working six days a week. Um, in order to just provide necessities for them. Yeah. But then two, that there's people who are willing to give away their own resources in order to help other people. Yep. So I thought that was cool. And it's not, again, it's not, that's something that I see almost like every week, people just helping other people. I mean, Michael, Michael was, is doing it. Yep. Um, these people are doing it through almost like a GoFundMe type campaign. That's I crazy. Think, I think, I think people are always, I think I think deep down people are looking for ways to help people, and I th- I think that's I think it's obvious in a lot of stuff I see. Um, so that's that's my first story. That's, I'm not that's I'm not. Crazy. I just realized I'm not as good at summarizing stories as you are. No, no, I think you did a great job. I think it's cool, man. That one. I, I think it's hard to when you have a need to verbalize it, mm-hmm. and so. Being a single mom is a very difficult job, probably one of the hardest jobs on earth. And to have to ask for help is hard. And so I think that's cool to not only put yourself out there, but to see the response of people. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, that's not a lot of money. 
for some people. Yeah. But for some people, that's everything. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that's super dope. It's encouraging yeah. to see, um, especially in a time where like in a digital space, people can be like, you can put something out there and people can be like, no, we got you. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yep. That's encouraging, man. It is. That's good news. It is, for sure. Good news. Happy headlines. All right, my second story um, is, a, is a happy, happy headline at the end. But there was a woman that was in a McDonald's, and she posted a picture of this guy laying down, um, taking a nap in the booth. And he was actually an employee at McDonald's. And... She actually, the post was not positive. It was actually negative. Like, she was saying that she had gone up to the manager and said, hey, y'all know that someone is sleeping in the booth. And they were like, yeah, we know them. It's okay. And so she was, like, offended that someone was sleeping in the booth at the restaurant, kind of posted a picture, and it went out. And the picture went viral. And so this dude is, basically, he's an employee of McDonald's, but he's homeless. So he's got, like, he's he's working a double. He's just trying to hustle and grind uh, to get through and to figure out, like, he's, he's a dad, and he's just trying to, like, work, and so he's exhausted. And so I'm sure there was some something worked out with the restaurant, like, hey, it's cool, man, like, just go and, and take a nap. Um, but, yeah, this lady has this post, and it's, like, really, really negative. Um, but then it gets traction, and it goes viral, and all these people kind of start to say, like, they get to learn about this guy, and they get to learn about his story and, and how they can help him. And so um, it turns out, like, people – Couple people came in. Uh, a lot of people first brought money in to help him get a hotel room, so try to get him a night. And then uh, people came in, and I think a couple business owners let him borrow a car. It's like, hey man, like we'll give you a vehicle, help with your son. Um, and then he ended up uh, also getting a lot of job offers as well. Um, but when they first asked him about it, he said, "It kind of hurt to see my picture up there. You know, I thought it was something negative, um, and nobody, you know, would care about it. Mm-hmm. You know, just like." that people would think he was trash, but um, he was shocked at the positivity. Um, and people donated diapers for his son, supplies, clothes. and uh, But the really cool part, I think the thing that made me really happy was um, even this woman, it's easy to paint her negative. Like maybe she shouldn't have done that. She was very apologetic afterward because she didn't know his story, but it allowed their stories to intersect. Even though it wasn't a great moment, it turned into a great moment because it really helped him. And he asked, when they asked him finally about this woman, uh, he said, like, like, how do you feel about her? And he said, well, I'm not homeless, not now, thanks to her. Oh, dang. And that's so cool. yeah, I think that's kind of cool that, you know, maybe it wasn't her best moment, but it doesn't make her a bad person either. She just, she had a moment. Maybe she felt like, you know, it probably is a little weird that someone's sleeping in a booth if you're eating in a restaurant, but not knowing his story and then his story getting to be told and then everybody in the community were just like, yeah, yeah. right, we're fixing this. Yeah, the dudes, that's, the dudes, the dude and his kid are no longer homeless. That's cool that him not being homeless was like the result of a negative post going viral. Like, yeah. it just shows that like sometimes you have to sometimes you have to dig pretty deep, but you can usually find like good stuff even in bad news. Yep. Um. So the fact that this like her original post, which had like a like a negative tone to it, went viral and led to him not being homeless anymore yeah but yeah i thought that was really cool man and, and his vibe um in the interview is is really cool and it's from a place of complete humility mm-hmm. i mean I, I can't imagine at my lowest point someone putting stuff out on facebook but it would have been easy to just like rag on her yeah. or make her feel bad but he saw the value in what she did even though it didn't have great intentions early mm-hmm. and just like almost was like thankful it's cool yeah that's cool all right, last one of the segment. So this is a this is kind of a crazy story. Um, so this dude got so the first part of the story happened around a year ago, but then there was an update that just happened recently. Um, so I'm going to start back from like a year ago. There was this motorcyclist, and he was just riding on the road, just an everyday thing. Collided, got in a crash. Um, was in super bad shape. Paramedics, everybody arrived. They were doing CPR on him to, I guess, try to revive him and everything. It wasn't really responding. Um, this doctor showed up 
The guy went into cardiac arrest, so like none of the stuff that they had available there was going to work. Mm. So this doctor, on the side of the road, performed open heart surgery on him, which is I'm not a doctor, so I don't know like how like intense doing open heart surgery is, but I'm assuming it's super intense. It sounds super intense. Yeah, not like, something you want to like, do on the road, like cutting somebody's chest open in order to save them. And he's doing it on the side of the road. Um, so this doctor arrives, like assesses everything. And then realizes like, like we gotta, we gotta do some open heart surgery on this dude to save him. Like we gotta do it now on the side of the road. We can't get him back to a hospital. He'll, he'll uh, probably be gone by then. So this doctor just in the moment through, I guess probably, I don't, I don't know how many years of training, but years and years and years of training and education able to use his gifts to perform open heart surgery on this motorcyclist on the side of the road, traffic still going by and everything and saves this guy, or at least like gets him to a point where he is stable. They get him to a hospital, he recovers. And then like a year later, I guess like 11 months later, he, this motorcyclist is able to walk his daughter down the aisle. Um, yeah, which I, I know probably like gets home with you because you just had Dude. you just had a daughter. But yeah, so just the connection that they made. They also had like a little like a reun- like a reunion with all like the first responders, paramedics, firefighters, police officers. Um, this doctor was there, and this motorcyclist. So this motorcyclist was able to like meet everybody. Oh my gosh! That um, saved him, and then he was able to walk his daughter down the aisle. Dude, because a doctor performed open heart surgery on him on the side of the road. There's, I have so many questions. Like, do do surgeons and doctors carry the right tools? I have no idea. I mean, how impressive is that? But two, I know like when they do surgery, I say I know, but like I would assume when they do surgery, like the whole room's, everyone's like scrubbed up and everything's clean. Mm-hmm. That's not really a clean place. Like, no. How insane to be able to do that. Yeah. I guess it's just like a, like a desperate time called for desperate measures and the doctor just trusted his abilities and went in for it. And the guts to do that. The, yeah. That's, that, that takes some confidence. It'd been really easy. I feel like just to, to go hands off and say, man, there's nothing I can, I personally can do. It's too yeah. much of a risk. But he put, I'm sure he put a lot of his yeah. career on the line. But I, I guess he just saw like how desperate the situation was. Like something had to be done. Like even if he did this and it like it work. didn't work, like I don't, I don't, I don't think the outcome would have been different if he didn't do anything. Yeah. yeah. So Man. I think when you're, when that's, I think it's kind of cool. And I think most humans share this, like when their back's against the wall, they, they just find a way. Yeah. I think that's something that should be celebrated is just how resilient people are. And like everybody obviously like has their like unique talent and it's not like obviously probably wouldn't have been the same if the first responders didn't get there and the firefighters got there to, to kind of somewhat stabilize things before the doctor got there. But everybody has like unique talents. Yep. And when your back's against the wall, like, People people find a way to be resilient a lot of times. Yeah, so I thought I thought that story was super cool. That is cool. Also, just realized that we completely skipped over a segment. So this first episode is going to be a little bit out of order, but we didn't even talk about what's good in our lives. Man, first off, I'm overwhelmed by those stories. Yeah, I think I'm reminded. I'm going to answer your question, but I'm reminded that. Every every one of these stories, even from the the baker to the person needing seventy cents, like all the people that help these people, like they're not any different than everybody else. Yeah, you know, like they're surrounded by the negative and stuff, but they're like moments they were given to do something different, and they did. I mm-hmm. think that's super cool, and I think it should be celebrated. Um, what's good? What's good? What's good? Um, man, I, I've been struggling to find what's good in my life sometimes just because it's easier to go to the negative. Like, yeah, I got some stuff done today, but there were six things I didn't get done. So I try to spend more time on it this week, not even because of the podcast, but podcast is definitely helping. But man, I got a healthy daughter right now. She's happy. She's got two front teeth that are growing in and they're super goofy. And uh, she's starting to talk this morning. Um, Katie had to go to something. Um, and so it was just me and her and she was just laughing and saying dad 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 so 
and it's hard not to to see the good in that mm-hmm. for sure um but yeah man i'm healthy um katie and i are doing great um man two weeks ago got to baptize got to baptize an employee up here morgan you know so i think that there's so many things around me that i've been missing out on um this uh getting to see my favorite comedians coming up you know this this weekend right yeah so it's there's a lot of a lot of great and good yeah um but I, I, the reason I'm kind of being weird on this first one is that this is going to be a challenge for me because there are so many great things around me, but my brain naturally goes to, you're going to have to hold me accountable because I'm, I'm good at just giving an answer, mm-hmm. you know, like I can talk for too long and I'm really good when someone says like, Hey, you doing man? Just like, Oh, I'm great. Or I'm living the dream. Um, but I think it's going to be a challenge for me to put actual tangibles on it, even though there's so many good things in my life. My brain instantly goes to the things I've got to get done this week and what's on my list and what I got to change. So this is going to be a challenge for me. Yeah. But I'm going to get good at it. Yeah. So, Jared, That's, what's good? Um, so Sorry. my – you, you talked about little Ellie Dawn and her being healthy. My wife is – man, what is she now? Like seven and a half – months pregnant so we are expecting our first kid august 25th this is due date um so that's super exciting um we he's been like every doctor's appointment has been has been good reports so it's the fact that we have a healthy baby right now is also i know you you already that was that was your good news was having a healthy baby that's also my good news right now is that one i'm about to be a parent the first time but to have our first kid so that's exciting it's also kind of nerve-wracking um but i think it, it's it's also like parts of it and like everything that goes around um having your first kid like getting a nursery ready and making sure the house is ready and all that can be stressful but then like all that subsides like every time i just stop and think about like man we have a like a healthy grown baby yeah we're about to bring like a human being into the world, which yeah. is a lot of responsibility. And it can like, if you, I don't know, it can be, it can be a little overwhelming to think about, but it's also super good news. Yeah. That the best news. Yeah. And just like, I don't know just how like amazing this, this might sound weird, but just how amazing like a, like a woman's body is that they are able to like, they see grow and support a human being inside of them. It's kind of amazing. And when you stop it and think about that, it's like, golly. To bring a human being into the world from inside of your body and then live and raise it. Yeah. That's a superpower. Yeah. That's a superpower. That's, that's nuts. Um, so that's, that's uh, some something good going on in my life. Um, I'm getting a lot of stuff done around the house. Like I'm trying to build this fence to keep our dogs from escaping every time they go out. We're getting close to, I'm getting close to finishing that. So that's, that's going to be a pretty big relief for me. Just got back from a trip to the Grand Canyon, which is kind of awesome for our whole family. Um, So yeah, I think, I think there's quite a few good things going on in my life right now. Do you find that hard to, um, you're a very even kill human being. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you find it hard when someone asks, like, hey, like, what's going good to, like, pinpoint things? And do you think that's because we don't think about it enough? Yes. Uh, so uh, it's it's probably mainly because I don't think about it enough, but it's also because I have a pretty bad memory. Like, if you ask me. That's fair. Like, when that's people, like, on, mo- like, Mondays, um, when people ask me what I did over the weekend, I kind of have to sit there and think. Yeah. Because I just don't remember. But, yeah, I, th- I, think, it, I think it's also because, like, I don't know, I guess like negative stuff has a has more of an impact and they they have a tendency to like kind of affect your whole day yeah. more than like positive like the dogs i think i i think i've i've used this example before not on this podcast but elsewhere like the dogs getting out first thing in the morning will like hinder my whole day yep. and there'll be like positive stuff that will happen like all day but the fact that my morning started with the dogs getting out. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. I feel like negative stuff just tends to nag us more, but there's, and it kind of blocks out us realizing the positive things that are going on. I think that's, I think that's like pretty emblematic of like the news as a whole. 
Yeah. Like people want to hear the, like people are drawn to negative stuff. Yep. And so hopefully this podcast will be a, some medicine for that. I'm already feeling it's, better. It's going to be a, it's going to be a journey. Yeah. It's hard for me because it's, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's super hard to do this. It's easy just to get attracted yeah. to the negative. Yeah. Because I don't know why that's, I, I don't know like why that would be. I don't know. You know, I think that's why I kind of find, um, not hope, but I find rest in sports sometimes. But even in that, there's just a lot of negative. Mm-hmm. And I think that what I'm learning, thinking about this podcast and like trying to take this journey with you is I don't think the circumstances of life are going to change ever. Like there's always going to be the, the good and bad, but I think finding the good and resting in it and celebrating it will change my mindset. I'll have somebody stop me and say something that I said or like give me a compliment. And one, I think it's very cool when people will speak the words to you that maybe they felt or whatever, even if they're lying, I don't care, feel good to me. But it, it reminds me that like the good and the bad, it doesn't really dictate just somebody saying one thing and me listening can change my whole week, mm-hmm. which makes me believe that if I buy into the negative, it can change my whole week as well. Yeah. And so trying to get there, man. Yeah. It's hard. Yep. It is. It is hard. I've wanted to roast you a couple of times on this podcast. <laughs> You know, just just make it a, just make it a good a good lighthearted roast. No, and it's perfectly it's perfectly on theme. I'm gonna roast you all the time. I think it's nice to have like a time period. It's like we're gonna be committed to. I'm gonna get buzzed on this podcast, no doubt. But I'm gonna be committed to growing in the good. Yeah, yeah, yep. So yeah, I don't even know what's what's next. Final segment. This one kind of has to do with. Bad news, but finding good in what could be bad news. Mm-hmm. So this uh this whole this whole segment is about like searching, like whether it takes effort, time, or whether it's obvious, like finding the good in bad situations. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what that's kind of what this uh this uh this whole segment's about, and we're calling it. For goodness sake. For goodness sake. For goodness sake. Thank you, Katie, again. Thank you. I'm, I'm also just realized I'm not very good at transitioning into uh, like segment interests. First off, I think you're doing great. And it's this is our first time, man. This is our We're first time. We're just being time. authentic and working through it. Yeah. I think, it's, I think this segment's also cool because sometimes, this is the example that was running through my head last night. You and I both go to the same event. We go to the same thing. And something crazy happens at, at this concert or this event. And we both come back and we both can tell a completely different story. Like one person can be like, well, you know, this fight happened. It ruined my whole weekend. It was the worst thing ever. And the other person can still find the positive in the things that happened. Like, yeah, this fight happened. It wasn't great. Um, but one, it was a great fight. And two... You know, the band that played was amazing and we still had fun and we got to be with our friends. And so I think that a lot of these stories, like you said, some stories we can't find the good in because it's hard to celebrate, you know, murder and death. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times the the narrative that's being sold is being told from the perspective of negative because it sells. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to say, hey, we think there's probably good in some of these. Yeah. Yeah. Which again was hard. Yeah. Just to be honest. Mm -hmm. When we were scrolling through Google News or whatever news outlet you listen to or look at. Um, it was hard to find uh, some articles. Yeah, that was. But it was worth the challenge. It was. Did we go first? So or we did we go? Um, I'm going to start this one off so we can so we can end on a on a better note than me stumbling through trying to summarize a story. First off, you're doing a great job, man. Okay. I'm, 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 this is your last one. I'm buzzing you. Okay. You can't hurt yourself. You're doing a great job. Thanks, man. You're the best. So my story, and this kind of this kind of hit close to home for me, but. My story, it's the story of this director named Stacy Title. She has directed several movies in the past. Um, but she, I guess I think it was like two years ago, was diagnosed with ALS. Um, and for those who don't know exactly what ALS is, it's a it's a pretty terrible disease that basically like takes away all your like everyday functions. So 
um, being able to walk, being able to speak, being able to eat. And at the point in this story, um, she has, uh, her disease has progressed quite a bit. Um, she's in a wheelchair. Um, she has like a feeding tube. She has to speak through a computer. Um, and it talks about all these different like technologies that they have around the house that help her like maintain some independence and allow her just, I guess, to have a higher quality of life. So, but the, the, this whole article was about that her goal before she died, um, ALS typically has like a two to five year prognosis. So most people die between two and five years of being diagnosed with ALS. And she said her goal was to direct one more movie and for it to release before she died. Um, so she is on a journey right now with limited like physical abilities and she is directing a movie with like two years in ALS, not being able to walk or like talk that well or even eat. Um, and it just kind of um, chronicles her, her journey while directing this movie. So the good in this is um, just the technological advances that that enable people to like maintain independence like this this so I'm kind of speaking from a like a personal perspective. My dad just recently died from ALS and like without some of the stuff that that was available, some of the technologies and different gadgets and stuff like it would have been obviously it was, it was still super hard, but it would have been a lot more difficult. Like he was still able to speak through a computer that like read his eye movement. So that's, that's super cool. It's unbelievable. And then just, just different technologies. Um, so just the ability or just the, the, the fact that she even has a chance to direct a movie while being two years in ALS. Yeah. Is kind of incredible. Yeah. So in that willpower. Yeah. To want to accomplish that, I think is yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's a story of, of willpower and people like dedicating their lives to discover new ways to make life easier for people who might have uh, tough diagnoses. So, Yeah. That's a hard headline. That is. That's a hard headline, but I think it's, I mean, obviously there's there's some beauty in that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man, that's a good one. That's a hard one. But what a beautiful um, story. Yeah. And I'm excited yeah. to see the movie. Yeah. I, I, for, I, I don't know if she has a title for it yet, but we'll, uh, we'll, tr we'll, tr we'll try and keep you guys updated on it. Yeah. So we'll see. What's her name? Her name is Stacy Title. Stacy. Yeah. And I I don't I don't remember how originally found this article. I know her, her husband is like a multiple multiple time contestant on Survivor. So oh then, really? So then I like went back and I was like, oh that guy. But he's also like an actor, director, and stuff. And um, he's kind of he's kind of helping her out with um, directing this this newest movie. But yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm not crying. Okay, uh, so mine is about a guy, which I always try to pick articles just to be transparent that I um, can say the name. And I'm going to butcher this this kid's name. Yeah, I, I skipped over the name of the lady in the that was trying to get 70 cents for her electricity because it was... her name. Yeah. You can read better than me. I'm getting better, though. Um, his name is Ramil. Um, and when he was 17, lost his dad. And I, mean, I think that probably... I don't want to make excuses for him probably sent him on a different path and he attempted to rob a restaurant at gunpoint he was arrested and convicted of armed robbery and sentenced to 11 years in prison and this was in 2013 so at 17 went through some grief and made a made a bad decision and went to prison so he gets out of jail and begins working at a goodwill and just so it happens one day that um, an officer came in and was dropping off goods, just donating stuff. And he happened to be the, the kid that walked out there. I guess he's a grown man at this point. 
um, and is helping this officer, and it is the officer who arrested him. And so they kind of began having a conversation, and he the, the quote that got me is he said, he treated me with compassion understanding, um, and he never treated me less, not once. Um, and so he actually um, asked the officer who arrested him and sent him to prison uh, to be his mentor. Cool. And the cool part to me is that the officer said yes. And so they began to build this like kind of flourishing relationship. Um, his final quote was, with, with him in my corner, I can do anything. But I'm sure uh, for Ramil is somebody that, and I hate like speaking into what they think, but as somebody who obviously that's not a time in his life that probably was great and is painful. And then to see somebody that you probably would feel a little bit of shame around because they arrested you. Um, but to say throughout that whole process, especially in a time right now where, you know, there's a lot of um, conflict, you know, with police officers um, to see this guy go back to the very person who arrested him and say, like, I want you to mentor me. I want you to be yeah. on the corner. I want you to be on my team. And uh, yeah, man, they're, they're still uh, kicking it and hanging out. That's cool. So some of my favorite videos to watch are like those videos of police officers like stopping and playing basketball. Oh, my gosh. Like in the inner city. Oh, my gosh. And most of the time they're like super good at basketball. Have you seen the one uh, where the dude beats him, beats that kid, and starts running around, like just trolling? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like got his arm around him talking on camera, just like, who's next? Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. That, yeah, that's a that's a cool story. Compa- compassion's a uh, a powerful thing. And obviously that, that police officer had a, a bunch of, a lot of compassion and um, kind of a full full circle story. Yeah. It's got to be hard on both sides. Like, I mean, even to be Ramil and, uh, you know... I mean, obviously, if you committed the crime, you committed the crime. But to to come back to the very person that makes that reminds you of your story, yeah. And to say like, "Hey, the way you treated me at my worst, like I want you to be in my corner now when I'm growing." Yeah, I think that's super cool. Yeah, and it's that's a cool story. So sometimes the the I mean that story could have very well ended with um, he now works at, he got out of jail after a robbery and now works at Goodwill. Yeah, but like the story like continues, and I think that's beautiful. Yeah, that's cool. I think that's it. I could do this all day. Could this you? is good news, man. Yeah, man, I'm amped up today. I am. I'm like trying to like follow like my my notes on my computer, which there's there's not very many of them, and they aren't organized at all. Um, but yeah, I I think that I think that's I think that's it. Can I end the podcast today? Yeah, end it. Normally you get to, but I want to do it today since this is the first episode, and I hijack everything that you do. Yeah, you probably you probably need to hijack. No, this podcast. No, I don't. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not very good at directing us. No, you're great. I think that's I think that's the beauty. And I just want to say I'm proud of you for doing this and for Thanks, man. stepping up. Jared and I were trying to think of podcast ideas to start, and we were just throwing out random ideas. And then Jared came in one day and was like, "I know exactly what we're supposed to do." Yeah, exactly what we're supposed to do. And this is it. And um, I'm excited to go on a journey with you of finding the good in yeah. each other and the people around us and in the world and in a political time where things are, are messy and difficult and we know that there's brokenness and pain in the world. But we also know there's good. There's good in every single person. And I believe that. I mean, I think there's good in everybody. Sometimes you got to dig a little harder to find it, but we're going to dig and we're yeah. going to find it. It's not hard to find the good in you though. Well, thanks man. You're a walking good. You're, you're, you're a good dude too. Thanks. Thanks for, uh, maybe getting out of your comfort zone. It's also out of my comfort zone and, uh, doing this with me. Yeah. I, I think it's gonna be good for both of us. And hopefully we are, um, able to to give some people some good news and, they, and they, nobody they ever listens listening. if no one ever listens yeah. it's worth it it's, it's still good for us um but if you are listening then we're looking to curate good news yeah we need good news so people can uh how we want to do that so yeah eventually we want to build like we want to build out like a whole nother segment it's just like dedicated to um our listeners however many there are um, so we, we basically want to build something else basic, that's along the lines of like a listener submitted story of the week. So um, we'll we'll get more details on how you can submit stuff. But um, we're just looking to, to maybe notice somebody just grinding hard and aren't getting the recognition. You know this person. Um, you, you think they deserve some recognition. So you um, send us a story about who this person is and like how hard they're working and what, what they're doing to improve other people's lives or their family's lives or whatever. And you think they just need some recognition or to be highlighted. It can be something like that. It can be something that 
you just saw a random person do out in public at a store or something that yep. maybe they like help somebody load their groceries or um, I don't know, just just a, a person that you witnessed pay it forward to somebody else. Or it can be a story of your own, how you went out of your way to uh, help somebody. Yep. Um, so we're, we're, we're trying to get compile some stories from from listeners um, in order to build out a whole other segment. Obviously, we don't have that segment this episode because it's the first episode. It'll be, it might be a while. And yeah, so we're, we're, we're hoping to do that. Um, we're also just, that, that segment's kind of our way of hopefully urging people to be on the lookout for the good things and not yeah. just uh, harnessing on the, on the bad things. And maybe going out of, going out of your way to, to do something good for somebody. Yeah. So yeah, we want to, we want to build that out. Um, give you guys a way to interact with us and we will uh, share some of uh, the stuff that we've done throughout our weeks and upcoming. What's our email? Podcast. Our email is listen to the good at gmail.com. That's good. So you can email us any of your stories, whether it's about, um, like I said, whether it's about people or stories you've witnessed or stories in your own life, just anything, anything positive, anything good that's happening in your, in your life or those around you, um, please email us at listen to the good at gmail.com. Um, and we'll, uh, We'll try. We'll, we'll build. We'll build those stories out into uh, their own segment, and uh, yeah, kind of highlight some of the stuff that's going on in our community and the communities of our listeners. Boom. Yeah. So I guess that's it. We did it. We did it. We did, we did it. it. Episode one. If if y'all listen, thank you so much for joining us. We'll uh, we'll probably get better at this. We're on this journey with you guys, so hopefully we'll. Uh, We'll make this a enjoyable listen for you guys. We'll we'll get better at it. But yeah, thank you for listen for yeah for listening. <laughs> trying to read notes and talk at the same time, it just doesn't work. Multitasking is difficult, man. Yeah. So yeah, thank you for listening. Um, we just urge everybody to uh, take the time this week today. If you're listening on this Monday, you might be super bummed that it's a Monday and to start to a week. But it's not bad. Monday Mondays Mondays are good. They are the start of a brand new week for you. So we just urge you to uh, take the time, recognize the good things happening around you, and let us know how you are finding the good. <laughs>